It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Michael Reed on LMFM. Tuesday morning, the 10th of August. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. The first major report in nearly a decade from the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change was published yesterday. You've been telling us for over three decades of the dangers of allowing the planet to warm. The IPCC is now raising the red flag, a red alert on climate crisis. It says the Earth could face runaway global temperature changes unless drastic efforts are made to reduce greenhouse gases. But how is it that after all of the warnings over three decades, we have allowed it to become so bad that we're being told now that this is a code red for humanity and according to the UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres the alarm bells are deafening The world listened but didn't hear The world listened but it did not act strongly enough and as a result climate change is a problem that is here now. This is Inger Anderson, Executive Director of the United Nations Environment Programme Nobody's safe And it's getting worse faster. We must treat climate change as an immediate threat, just as we must treat the connected crisis of nature and biodiversity loss and pollution and waste as immediate threats. The IPCC says humans are unequivocally to blame for the climate crisis, which has already caused widespread and rapid changes. Scientists conclude average global temperatures will likely rise by 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels by 2040, based on the carbon emissions already in the atmosphere. Emissions, they say, must reduce dramatically. Reducing greenhouse gases will not only slow climate change, but will improve air quality. It's all connected. We all have a personal responsibility in this to leave the planet for our children. But while governments have to act on our behalf, just over half of almost 200 countries have set out their plans to reduce emissions. Here, the plan is to cut emissions by 51% by the year 2030 and to be carbon neutral by the year 2050. Governments need to make their net zero plan an integral part of their Paris commitments. They must finance and support developing countries to adapt to climate change, as promised under the Paris Agreement. They must decarbonize faster. They must restore natural systems that draw down carbon, cut out methane 
and other greenhouse gases faster. Ingen Randelson, Executive Director of the United Nations Environment Programme. Let's speak uh, to Sinn Féin's spokesperson on climate action, Darren O'Rourke, who's a TD for me, the East. And a very good morning to you uh, and thank you indeed uh, for joining us on uh, the programme. The authors of this report have been saying that the changes that we're seeing now are widespread, they're rapid, they're intensifying, they're unprecedented in thousands of years and it's indisputable that these changes are linked to human activities. Change in how we act is needed, it's needed urgently and I, I think you want that change to happen, you want to get to the top of the mountain but are you willing to climb the mountain if you want to get to the top of it, top of it? Yeah, I, I think uh, Michael and and you've you've captured it well there. I think the the scale of the challenge is uh, enormous. Um, I think the the IPCC report yesterday was very stark, very real. Um, I think it made you know the the advances in the science that you know, now can make the direct connection. I think, you know, previous reports over the last 30 years, and we've been hearing about climate change and global warming for in the region of, you know, 50 years at this stage, um, um, the, the the connection wasn't as clear in terms of the the, the evidence base, the the ability of the technology and science to make to, to draw the conclusions. So so yesterday, I think in the starkest terms, in the clearest terms, um, for you know for the naysayers or whoever might be doubting, um, the the evidence is more clear now than it has ever been a, a, in the past, mm. and it's set out very clearly uh, where we are now where we are now relative to, to, to history and wh- where the trajectory we're on if we don't make changes and set out five scenarios. Um, I think, you know, um, it, 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 it shows us all that there is going to have to be radical transformation um, and it's going to be a huge challenge individually, but more particularly, uh, Michael, uh, politically and globally, it's going to be a spectacular challenge. And, and well, you know, Politically uh, impossible, it would seem, and all the more so, I, I gather, for Sinn Féin. There's too much of this that is unpalatable politically to tell people that they need to be impoverished in order to save uh, the planet for their children. Well, no, I, I, I don't. I, I don't agree, Michael, because I don't think it is a case of of impoverishment uh, at all. Actually, I think it's a. You know, it's like those. Um, in fact, I think it's it's potentially the opposite. There's spectacular opportunity here, if you know those uh, vested interests and powerful corporate interests mm. and their close friends in politics are 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 uh, forced to change. And, and and I think it will be, you know, if we're to see these changes, it will come from communities, it will come from ordinary people, it will come from young people saying, no more of this, we're moving away from okay. the type of consumption, capitalism, the greed, the yeah. endless profiteering and profit, profit making. And we're looking at, you know, we're going back to grassroots, we're going back to communities, we're going back to um, Okay, well, more we could talk on platitudes all day, but let's talk about specifics. Let's talk about uh, this solar farm uh, in County Mead that we've been hearing about from uh, the Irish Independent Report on LMFM's news this morning. You have concerns about the over-concentration of solar panels, do you not? No, no, I, I don't, um, uh, Michael. And I, I haven't seen the report, but I did speak to the Irish Independent. I, I, um, I, I don't have objections in relation to solar farms. What I have is a concern, a concern that 
they're not that you know our renewable energies are not being planned and provided for in the right way and in fact by not regulating those sectors we're creating an environment where there is you know speculation where it's ad hoc where it's predatory um where the planning isn't well managed where it's done on a for-profit basis and that, in my opinion, leads to a, a, a perfect recipe for contention between local communities and these types of developments. So I see a future where we have, um, you know, we have to move to renewable energy, and it's it's onshore wind, it's offshore wind, and it's 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 solar at, at the minute, and hopefully in the future it'll be different types of development, different types of technology. My concern is you, that do, it's not been properly do, properly properly regulated. Do you, and, and do, fairness, do, do, do you believe that the plant at Ballymacarney is properly regulated, and do you support it? No, I, I, I um, Michael, I, in terms of the the, the regulation, I, I don't believe that the the, the proper frameworks are in, in place for managing these. Now, I support. I, I have no indication that there is an over concentration of of solar at this stage. I, you know, I don't have the information in terms of the demand mm. or the the the. But no, I but don't. But this project, I do, it, do I you support this project? Uh, I mean, it's certainly very concentrated. Whether it's over concentrated or not, I suppose is a subjective question for you to respond to uh, but the paper reports uh, that it's akin to 200 crow parks or the entire strad valley estate where electric picnic is held yeah so so i haven't submitted uh, one way or another on the on the planning application michael um what what i have said and i have said at at, at committee uh, and i've heard it from the the planning regulator as well that there needs to be a plan in terms of so so you're fudging the question before, in fairness and this, this this is the problem with climate change no, er, I, everybody so, wants to get to the top of the mountain but very few are willing to climb the mountain to get to the top but, so I'm saying, Michael, I don't oppose that development. Uh, that, I think that's quite clear. If if I opposed that development, I would have made a submission uh, to that effect. Okay. What I have said, no, but but just to be clear in relation to it, I I'm not happy with the regulatory framework that guides these types of developments. So, for example, I want more community return on that on mm. that development. I want to see I want to see you know a proper framework that that tells us in County Meath. Where's the best place for renewable energy to go? Where's the best place for on, onshore wind to go? Where's the best place for for solar to go? We don't have any of that. So instead, what you have is you have developers, um, you know, uh, identifying sites, working with you know favourable and, and agreeable landowners, and, and that may not necessarily be the best place to go. In fact, the, the planning regulator said what we might need to do is zone areas uh, that are appropriate and best placed for the return on the investment uh, and, and and I think that's the way we should go so we okay, zone for so, residential so, so you support you support the application by Ivy property but so, so the point the point I, I think is important in relation to this and, and that will actually Michael um, resolve any conflict in the future is that if we have a proper planning process for the these types of developments so we zone for residential we zone for commercial we zone for industrial we don't zone for for renewable energy we mm. don't zone for for energy infrastructure and we, and we do need to uh, we do need to do that in my opinion so I, I, okay. I, uh, and what about onshore you know, wind I, I farms? You've, you, I, I you've been I opposed to onshore wind single, farms. I haven't opposed a single uh, solar farm, uh, Michael, at, at, at any stage. Okay, but you have opposed onshore wind farms. Again, on the basis, Michael, and, and 
in very limited circumstances, but uh, solely on the basis of that they were inappropriate development, and they and they weren't. And mm. and we and let's be clear, Michael, we have seen bad planning in relation to onshore wind. The state has been fined in the west of Ireland. We've mm. had landslides in Donegal because of bad planning. So let's not just presume that you know I'm for renewable energy. Therefore, every application that goes in, I have to agree with. We need my argument. Come back to that point, Michael. Is mm. if we want to see this delivered on the scale that we needed to deliver on, mm. we need a regulatory framework. So for, for 15 years, we've been calling for updated guidelines for onshore wind, for 15 years, and we haven't got it. Why? Because the industry is arguing with government and the department, and we haven't seen it. In the meantime, you have huge opposition. You actually have the, the situation, Michael, where... But you've opposition to everything. You've opposition to offshore wind. You've opposition to onshore sure. wind. For sure, absolutely, yeah. and 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 there's going to be a chat. and and the and the way, Michael, you resolve that is you put in a planning framework mm. that is robust, that gives people an opportunity to have their say, but ultimately that can make a decision. And okay. we don't have that at all for for renewable okay. energy. You, you, and we need you, you to bring have solutions. Have- you bring solutions rather than problems. Rather than saying this is unfair because uh, we're not going about it the right way, you bring the solution and say this is the right way to do it, and then it won't be seen to be unfair. For for sure, I I think you do you know in a proactive way. See, but mm. because what's happening. So Michael, how do we reduce? So how do we reduce the cattle herd? Well, uh, well, uh, I, I'm not entirely sure that that uh, that's going to to need to happen. But uh, well, I think I, methane again, is singled the, out in this report as a, a yeah. very significant problem. Yeah, so, so so I haven't seen the figures in, in relation to it, but the one thing I would say, Michael, is uh, and you know as long as I know farmers. Uh, they want to work the land and they want to make a profit. And I think if if you set that up, uh, um, they have a traditional way of life. They, they work the land, and if if you can make uh, farming viable, uh, and there's lots of uh, ways that can be done. And, and I've listened to farmers for the last number of months in, in terms of the climate action bill, and um, the you know the carbon sinks that they have, the work that they do through hedgerows and through uh, maintaining lands that, that 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 act as carbon sinks, and they get no credit or uh, uh, support uh, okay. to do that, no recognition to do that. So, so, so there the, are opportunities. So, 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 so the platitude is, yes, I support taking radical measures uh, to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, but we're at the bottom of the hill because farmers, you're telling us on the other hand, are doing all that they can. But this report is saying no, that cutting no. methane is the single biggest yeah. and fastest strategy for slowing down warming. Yeah, I, I'm not saying uh, what, what I'm saying is farmers are responding to the incentives that are there for them. That's the, that's the reality. And they will continue to do that. So so farmers moved into dairy when the incentives were there to move into dairy. So so what I'm saying is governments across the world in Europe and in Ireland need to make decisions that incentivize farmers and encourage farmers into sustainable modes of farming to do what? that. That, that are that are climate aligned. So, yes. for, for example, mm. fa- farming carbon uh, for farming in susta- farming in sustainable ways, and and like Chagask and others have have outlined and have made significant progress in recent years in terms of sus- the sustainability of farming. Mm. We have a like we've seen it. We've seen it. There's there's talk, uh, Michael, of of impact on the on the the uh, on the beef sector. We've we've seen 
and we know it, it, the, the market in Ireland. Like I've stood outside mm. uh, uh, um, factories in in the last you know two years because of the sustainability of of, of beef farming in this country. Um, beef farming is you know it's it's far more environmentally friendly than, for example, uh, dairy farming. But but the incentives were there to to, to move the, okay. the the move farming in that direction. So so the the point I would make, Michael, is mm. we need engagement with farmers. We need to listen to farmers. They have a real role to play. Actually, nobody is closer to to nature than 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 the farming community. Uh, yeah, but, but we no, need nobody have... is resisting change more than the farmers. Well, well, I, I don't. I think, Michael, if you put clear and credible alternatives, because, at, like I said it earlier, okay, Michael, let's not forget. For, let, for, let's not forget no, that the for, red flag is flying, and we're still kind yeah, of at the bottom of for, the mountain. It seems. No, for, farmers have moved uh, with incentives at various stages. You okay. know, let's not be like like we know the the farming profile in Ireland today isn't the same as it was fifty years ago. But it's ago. not, not good enough. It was it's not good enough. We're, we're, we're going to blow the planet so, up. It seems. Um, oh, for sure. So, then, let's, so talk, we... let's talk about transport if we can. Mm. Uh, what would you do for someone uh, who has a ten-year-old car? Uh, they're happy enough with it. They love a new car, but they can't afford a new car. But but how will they uh, continue to drive a, a 2011 diesel vehicle uh, if that's going to result in, in this carnage across the globe? Or how do you get them out of that and make them uh, buy a new electric vehicle or give up their car altogether and take to the bicycle or the train? Yeah, and again, like so much of this, Michael, needs to be... Uh, government-led it needs to be state-led whether it's in agriculture whether it's in in energy infrastructure whether it's in in transport so what what you need to do in that case is like ideally that person moves from their 10 year old diesel car onto public transport or moves from from the 10 year old diesel car onto uh, the the vast majority of the time is on public transport so they don't need to change their car for for you know until such time as they don't need a car anymore and what do you do there michael you need to invest in public transport you need public mm. transport that works so and where I, do I you get the money I, I i'll give you i'll give you an example Mine michael line, um, yeah. pe- 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 people um uh, only this weekend said to me when there was one village, when there was one housing estate in Kenstown, mm. there was a bus to Navan, to and from Navan. Mm-hmm. Now there are numerous uh, estates in, in that village, and it's far bigger than it was. And there's no bus to Navan. So mm. what do people do? They get into their car every year. Michael, there are seventeen thousand children who want to get on school bus transport, who apply for school bus transport, and are refused. Mm. Where do they go? into their cars okay. so that's what i mean michael and and uh, like it this needs to be state-led we need to put the incentives the supports mm. in place to make this happen and, and we need to to tackle big business and we need to move away and in and the, the the main thing we need to do michael is to to move away from fossil fuels and to move to more uh, a sustainable and circular economy and we have you know massive consumer capital capitalism okay and a disposable, a, a disposable all right and you talk about where, a just transition in that sense so that it's affordable for people so if i can't buy coal or oil to heat my house uh, and i can't afford to insulate my house and i need no windows and all of that uh, how on earth uh, am i going to manage to heat my house yeah and and, and, well, and have, again, you got, that's, have, that's, you, have you got sixty thousand euro for me in other words yeah and and and, and i think that's you know uh, um 
that's that, that's a perfect question in terms of of the the issue of just transition, Michael. That's exactly what it means because what is that person going to do? And that in those set of circumstances, if their house is cold, if they don't have, you know, if, if all the um, if they're being asked to pay additional money for you know a, a tank of oil, well then they're likely to turn to to turf or to coal or to to what's more affordable to them. So so the incentives have to be there, and it can't be a case of just punitive tax after punitive tax. So we do need, like really, Michael, mm. what you're talking about here, and the kids say it's system change, not climate change. You knew you, you need a, a new economic model. So so those that have the ability to pay. Um, need to contribute more significantly to to the type of deep re- mm. deep retrofit that those people who 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 aren't in a position to pay need to be supported to it to it to a greater degree but we need fairness in relation to it it can't be a case of climate change being a, a middle class hobby mm. you know or mm. a, a novelty like this is about fun like we've had the industrial revolution and as part of that industrial revolution, we, we have a huge dependency on fossil fuels. Look at everything in your life that is connected to plastic, to, uh, to, to fossil fuels, to petroleum. And that's the that's the, the root cause of our okay. of our issue here, yeah. and, and, and how we go about and, reimagining and delivering a a, a decarbonized society is a huge collective think, challenge. And you mm-hmm. know, being fair, Michael, it's it's our children and our yeah, grandchildren and, and their grandchildren yeah. that will that, that that will be impacted mm-hmm. in relation to it. It's it's going to take a huge. You know, we've lived in in a individual. Uh, capitalist-driven, uh, um, selfish society for for a long time on a, on a global level. Mm. We need to move away that, move away from that to okay. a more collective solidarity. It's a, a, um, a challenge that, that and a deliver. half. There's no doubt about it. And sure. I think you've uh, gone uh, some of uh, the way uh, in highlighting how great that challenge is that we all face into. And thank you for joining us this morning. Darren O'Rourke is Sinn Fein's spokesperson on climate action and a TD for Mid East. Michael, Michael Reed, Reed on, on LMFM. LMFM. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.